0: G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Today we are talking waiver wire ads for Week Five. Let's go! Six, Jordan open. Chicago with the lead. Brian to a game, Not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. LeBron James with no record for human life. He is go! Back out to Allen. His three Today and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I am your host, Mitch Casey, and you can find me on Twitter at Ball Boys NBA and on Instagram at Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball. Uh, we're talking waiver wire ads today, and as always, we are joined by the good friend of the show, the guru himself, Callum Mack. How you doing, man?
1: I'm doing well, man. As you said, waiver wire ads. Uh, this is how you win your week. This is the advice you want. We know it's your favorite out there, guys
0: yeah this is this is the one it 's our weekly segment we 've had this every week uh, so far, so making sure that we get on top of the hot uh, hot names the hot hands, and also potential some guys that could uh stay on your team for the rest of the season and have uh, uh long term value so we don 't like to muck around on this podcast so let's let 's just get straight into it we 've got a couple of must roster players here um, the first one comes as a Result of an injury. Luka Doncic, if you haven't heard, has had an injury that came out today. Um, so we believe that Jalen Brunson is a must-roster player. He was pretty much already uh, an add in most 12-team leagues and, and probably in, in most 10-team leagues as well, to be honest. He's been putting up good points and assists. Uh, but now with Luka out, uh, he's definitely been ruled out of uh, Wednesday's game. Um, but it sounds like it's going to be more than just the one game. So add Brunson if he's floating around in your waiver wire. And I think he should be basically picked up in every single league. What are, what are your thoughts on uh, Bruno, Jalen?
1: Yeah, look, I, I'm a big fan. I've got him in one of my fantasy leagues already. Uh, he, he's a good guy who doesn't hurt you at all. We're talking 15 points, four and a half rebounds, almost five assists a game. Um, and that's with Luca in, in the play. Um, yeah. He was also shooting 50% from the field. So that, as you touched on, he was um, pretty, he should have been owned in most leagues. If he's out there, you should definitely pick him up now. That with this news of Luca missing some time, um, expect his workload to go up, get some more shots, more assists. Um, and and he, look, he takes care of the ball. If you care about turnovers as well, 1.3 a game, um, expect that maybe to go up, obviously, with a higher um, play rate through him. But yeah. otherwise, um, he's definitely worth picking up. I, I see 65% rusted um, on Yahoo. So it's a fair chunk of you guys out there who haven't got him yet.
0: Yeah, sixty th- five percent. I was surprised to see that when I, when I searched him up today, I thought he'd be he'd be at least sort of like seventy five, close to eighty percent. Um, but yeah, he's the hundredth ranked player without Luca. So basically should be on your roster anyway. Uh, and we'll look out, he's probably going to climb higher uh, and you'll get some good short-term top 100 numbers. So uh, to me, no questions. I think he should be rostered in every single 10, 12, 14, and beyond leagues. Um, the other must-roster player, although he didn't have a great game today, and we believe that is uh, Devin Vassell. Now, we did mention Vassell before, as a, I think a couple of weeks ago, as an ad for 12-team leagues. This is just reaffirming that I think he's also an ad in 10-team leagues as well, um, because he is pushing for more minutes. He, up until today's game, um, was putting up lots of points, good threes, some solid steals, the occasional block here and there, low turnovers, really solid fantasy game. And I think on a Spurs team that probably needs to start prioritizing their youth, I think that Devin Vassell is going to continue to push for more minutes as the season progresses. So someone who could potentially stick on your roster for the entire season. So I think uh, in 10 teams as well as 12 teams, he is probably an add. Only rostered in 54% of leagues, so uh, much too low for, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I agree. There's um, there's three big stats you, you're kind of getting there. You get threes, he's pretty solid. I, I think points to be reasonable. I think he should get about 16 points a game. Um, you know what? I'll make that a guarantee. Give me a guarantee, Mitch. Here we go. Guarantee. <laughs> there it is. There we go. There it is. Um, I got to keep you on your toes, obviously. Yeah, wasn't ready for um, that. And one. then, like he's he's averaging over a steal a game, and, and as you said, I think he should. Um, the minutes should trend upwards for him. He, he had an off night tonight, but um, that does happen with the young guys who have some off nights overall. I think his production will be um, pretty good on a week-to-week basis.
0: Yeah, he's, he's the 107th ranked player in 25, basically 26 minutes a night. And he's one of those players that suits a lot of different builds. Um, the, the percentages are both pretty solid. The low turnovers, he's, he's solid across the board um, and not hurting you anywhere. So I think there's no real reason why he shouldn't be picked up by your team, um, assuming that you don't just have all these top 80 players on your roster but uh, i think that that probably isn't the case for most of us so i wish i i wish i grabbed a bit sooner but you know i'm not i'm not super mad with with the way that my team is built um, but I think that he, he is someone that definitely needs to be rostered in. Ten team leagues. Let's go into the um, standard league ads. Now, these are not necessarily must-roster players. We'll go into where we think the priorities are in this kind of, um, these kind of players and, and how you would use these ads. But the first player is probably the hot name of the day, and it is uh, Chimezi Metu of the Sacramento Kings, who's put together a few good games. Um I don't know if he's a 10-team league ad just yet, but he's definitely an ad for 12-team leagues based on the last few games and the minutes he's playing for the Kings. Um, And he could push into a 10-team league ad depending on what you're after. What what are your thoughts on Metu coming out of the blue uh, in Sacramento?
1: Um, He's had three hot games, all with high minutes. Um, So you'd like to see that trend continue. It's definitely worth a bit of a speculative ad for that reason. Yeah, Uh, 32 minutes in his most recent, 16-10, two steals a block. Um, really good percentages as well. And, and he can hit the three as well. So he's pretty good all-round production outside of um, assists. He's not there for that, obviously, but power forwards usually aren't. We'd um, like to see him maybe get a few more blocks, but um, that will just make him a bit of a unicorn.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's um he's, a, he's an interesting kind of player because he's, he's sort of like that big guy playing power forward. He's obviously power forward eligible on um, Yahoo, but... You know, solid points, decent rebounds. Like you said, the threes are going to be there. I think if the minutes stay high, he can get, you know, close to like that block per game. The percentages look pretty solid as well. So if the minutes are there, I think the fantasy production is there and he has a chance to, if he gets like a 28 to 30-minute-a-night sort of role, he, he could potentially be a top 100 player. I don't know if the, the upside is super high, um, but he should be a very solid contributor across the board. So um, he's worth he's worth the swing. In ten team leagues, I'd maybe wait, unless you've got some trash at the end of your roster, and you think you can just take a swing and see how it goes. And you need those sort of rebounds, uh, points, and, and solid threes from a power forward position. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. For me, he's a definite ten. Uh, sorry, twelve team league add, and, and maybe a ten team. Would you would you be adding him in a ten team league in, in certain situations?
1: Probably, probably, not a ten team league. But but you did in a He is starting. He started the last two games. Yeah.
0: It um, seems so like maybe a... that's
1: an argument for him to be picked up in ten team, but I would probably hold it off at least maybe another week. Uh, but then look, it could be swiped up, so you would have to be tri- pretty quick at these things. Twelve team is definitely he should be off um, off the waiver away.
0: Yeah, he, he seems like it's definitely been a, a shift in the rotation in the last couple of games for the Kings. Um, I wonder if this affects Harrison Barnes moving forward if he uh, if he plays a bit more at the small forward, um, if he's cutting into anyone else's minutes, but. It could be a hot streak, but in saying that, the percentages are not, you know, something that's stupid unrealistic. 45% from the field is something they can definitely keep up. Um, So I think, think, yeah, definitely worth a flyer. And just to see where it happens from here. Uh, Let's move on to the next player. The next player, I'm going to actually pair these next two. There's a couple of Hawks players, um, Cam Reddish and Kevin Huerta. Um, this is basically based off the news that DeAndre Hunter is out for a little while. Let me just double-check that. I think he's out for about four to six weeks, uh, or next two months, they're saying, over on Yahoo from NBC Sports Edge. Um, so I swear that, that man is
1: always injured. Yeah. It's pretty pretty annoying.
0: Yeah, he's he's not the most durable player out there, so, you know... I don't think that they must roster players. I think that there's obviously a lot of depth still there in Atlanta. But what are your what are your thoughts on both the combination of Cam Reddish and Kevin Huerta?
1: Um I'm with, with the news that um, um he's he's been taken out. I'd Probably go with Reddish. I think Reddish should be a bit more of a lock for me, um, just because I think he kind of is like that 6 man guy off the bench. Uh, I mean, look, they're a deep team. You have yeah. Galanari and stuff as you well. Do. But there's been times when I've seen Reddish, you know, take over um in, in stretches and, and that is I think pretty important. Um he's had a couple colder games, so look maybe yeah. he's due from big ones, but he's had a six, some 16, 15, 16 point games. Um he's averaging eleven for the season, which is pretty reasonable as well. And you know, one point one steal. So there's definitely some productive stats there. Um three throws been awesome. Um field goal you'd like to him to get that bump that up. Um yeah, be careful I, I would that. expect that to rise.
0: I'd expect it to rise, but I don't think it's going to get to the point where it's good. I, I I would agree that Cam Reddish is probably the upside play and maybe Huerta's the safer, more boring, you know, just going to get solid points and threes, but not a whole lot else. Um, so that sort of leaves me to think that neither of them are must roster. They only sort of fit if your team needs them. Um, like we said, it's a deep roster, especially on the wing position. So as, as a player like DeAndre Hunter goes down, the minutes and usage kind of just gets spread out around the place, and everyone kind of gets just a little bit of a bump. Um, it should help like players like Bogdanovich and 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 those sort of sorts. So, not super excited with that news, but just someone that some people that you might want to even just place on a watch list, or if you've got something crap at the end of your roster, take a swing, add Cam Reddish, see what happens. If he sinks it up again, then you can you can drop him and move on. But. Just uh, thought that that was worth noting with the injury news. Uh, the next guy we're going to talk about is uh, he's a hustler. It's it's Lou Dort, um, one of one of your favorite boys uh, from from past. Uh, Callum after watching him in the in the playoffs a few years ago, uh, I think he's an ad. He's been putting it together. What's that? Four twenty plus points per game uh, games in a row, and previously thirteen and seventeen. He's he's definitely someone that puts the bucket. Puts the ball in the bucket, gets you some threes. Uh, not a whole lot else, but he is someone I think is probably an ad, especially while he's shooting and he's got the hot hand right now.
1: Yeah, 100%. Um, I actually have a huge regret. I, I wanted to add him to the list last week, and his numbers weren't that impressive. And my, my only reasoning was he's playing minutes and he's due to have some big games. Yeah. And and what what has he done? He's hit four in a row, 27-point game, 22, 20, 20. Um, he can get steals as well. Um, he, he's known for being the James Harden stopper. Um of the past in the playoffs, <laughs> He's plays great fundamental defense. So that's yeah. a stat in fantasy. He would be leading that category. Um, great threes as well. The field goal is up because he's on a bit of a hot streak. That expect that to come down, but but yeah. overall, I think just for a bit of a point threes and steals streamer, uh, he's he's worth owning at this point. Let's hold on to him. See how it goes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I've I've got him rostered in my uh, World Cup, Fantasy Basketball International World Cup team from the start of the season because all I want from him is points and threes. Uh, and he's definitely delivering that for me. So um, someone who, happy to ride along. His his turnovers are pretty low as well, if you care about that. You, you might even expect those steal numbers to come up. He's averaging 0.9 for the season. I can see that getting up to 1.2, 1.3 potentially. Um, but yeah, he's got the minutes there over an OKC and he's going to be... He's been playing a lot there because they need, they need talent out on the court and, and he's one of the few guys that definitely has shown that on that team to this date. Uh, the next guy is another, another young guy. We're talking Talon Horton Tucker, THT, who is a very interesting player. Um, what are your thoughts on Talon Horton Tucker as an ad for 12 team leagues?
1: I mean, he's ranked the 12th ranked player on Yahoo right now. <laughs>
0: so. yeah, yeah, he's, uh, he's <laughs> right up there. But uh, I guess that's up to two games.
1: Yeah, two two games. Um, in a punt assist build, from what he's been putting up, huge for me. I, I'd love to pick him up right now. Um, but yeah, look, threes are there. His points have been really good. I would obviously expect that to drop. I look, I would just say that Taylor Hilton Tucker should always be an ad if LeBron's out. Yeah, I think because even last year when um LeBron was on, actually he was kind of playing a fair chunk of minutes, about twenty minutes off the bench, and even then he was kind of a a streamer. Um, I picked him up a few times off the waiver wire, so. Even then, in limited minutes, he, he was producing. And, and look, the past two games, he's averaging 32 minutes a game. Um, he can get defensive stats. He, he can score. He, he can get assists. The one and a half assists a game, I'd definitely expect that to jump up. Um, the reason he's ranked so high because he hasn't missed a free throw yet either, um, which does help, but yeah. he's attempting for a game. So there's just a net plus all, all around. And um, I, I think as I said, if LeBron's out, this guy needs to be off the wave. wire. You, you have to go pick him up at that happens.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, it sounds like LeBron's not out for too much longer, but I would just be adding him and seeing what it happens anyway. Of all these players we've mentioned in the standard league ads, I think he's the closest to a must roster, um, just because the talent is there. Like he's he's absolutely the fourth best Laker. Uh, would you agree? Is is he better than Russell Westbrook at this point, Callum? Or, or how, how blasphemous is it for me to say that?
1: <laughs> um, well, we'll say Russell Westbrook obviously going to get he's going to get more usage. So whether yeah. he's better or not, um, that debate. And in terms of fantasy stats, I mean, you could argue he's better because um, <laughs> Westbrook can be so harmful. Yeah, but. Look, he's definitely, he's definitely high on the playbook. He's, he's averaging, um, I mean, it was really high volumes in yeah, terms of field goals. Sixteen and a half attempts field goals. So 16 and a half attempts a game. So yeah. they're running a lot of plays through him. So based on that logic, um, you could even say it's like essentially the third option for him right now.
0: Yeah, he's straight into the starting lineup, uh, first game back as well. So they're, they're not mucking around with him. He's getting the 32 minutes a game uh, after coming off injury. So obviously 37 minutes last game helps that. But uh, he's looked really good. Um, so, I, I think I think of all of these standard league guys, he's the closest to must roster. The only reason he's probably not a must roster is because there is that question mark of the LeBron and when he comes back and how that affects um, you know his usage. You know, it's hard to get usage when you've got Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, and uh, LeBron James on the same team. So, uh, obviously, you've got that cap over you, but I think you, you sort of you add in, see where it goes, and then if you need to cut him later, so be it, but... Uh, there's a chance that he might he might stick in a good role and, and sort of uh, be someone that you can have on your roster for the rest of the season. Uh, let's go on to the next guy. Just reaffirming that he is a must roster because we had him on our last... I think it was the show that I did uh, on my own when we were talking about Dylan Brooks. Or maybe it was the last show that we were on together. But anyway, he was injured coming back. But Dylan Brooks, I think, is definitely an add. He's come straight back into the starting lineup. Uh, they've definitely... Seem to be preferring him over some of the other wings. And at the moment, he's putting up some good stats, some good points. The The assists look like they're up a little bit from last season. He had that first game, we had six assists. He's obviously going to get you some steals here and there as a good defender. Threes are solid. Um, so I think that he has done enough to make sure that he is rostered on all 12-team leagues and potentially some 10-team leagues if you need the scoring as well. Uh, what are your thoughts on Brooksy Brooks?
1: Yeah, I think he, Um, you could definitely say he's definitely an add. Av- you, you, you did touch on him last week, and we said it was tentative because we didn't know what minutes was going to happen, but it's obvious he's in the starting lineup. It's obvious he will get minutes. Um, he's been averaging 16.5 shot attempts a game, same like THT. So the usage is also there. He will get steals. He will get threes. Um, expect his... Um, percentages to drop. His yeah. field goal has been notoriously pretty, pretty average. Yeah. Um, and on that kind of attempt, you do have to realize that you need a little bit of a buffer to take him on. So do expect that to be harmful. In punt field goal builds, he's a great, great fit. Um, so Look, I, I would say Adam, if he's if he's on the wave way, he definitely should be picked up.
0: Yeah, and, and look, he's he's doing all this. He's the seventy fourth ranked player at the moment. Obviously, limited game so far, but he's doing that in twenty six minutes a night. So I think even if the field goal percentage comes down, the minutes are going to come up to over thirty a game or, or very close to thirty a game. And so I think the the raw stats, the two and a half threes, the nearly twenty points a game, the close to three assists, the over a steal a game. I think those things are all legit. I think he's going to keep doing that and. As long as you can stomach the, the poor field goal percentage, then, yeah, he's, he's a good add. Uh, and especially in those punt field goal percentage like like my team is where I added him. Uh, he's, he's definitely a good player to have on your roster. Uh, the last player that we're going to talk about is probably a short-term um, add with a couple of injuries happening at the moment. We had the news of Evan Mobley going out with two to four weeks with an elbow injury. Um, so it's confirmed that Kevin Love is coming back for the next game. So if you need rebounds, if you need some points... He is someone who you can try and stream in because they are they are fairly banged up at the moment. Uh, I think Larry Markkinen is still out as well. So Larry, uh, sorry, Kevin Love. He's the kind of player that doesn't need too many minutes to get um, good value. But I wouldn't be expecting you know huge things from Kevin Love. But he's a bit of a, a short term streamer basically for these next uh, couple of weeks while Mobley is out.
1: Yeah, he was he was definitely a bit of a factor before. So he got COVID, and that's why he did miss some yes. time. Um, it's saying he is currently conditioning and is, expects to return next game. So yeah. with the news that Moby will be out from two to four weeks, obviously there's a bit of a, a spot to fill, and he was pretty much putting up about 20 minutes per game um, prior to that. So you would expect his role to climb. I'm not too sure how many minutes he will play, but well, I expect it probably to be over that 20 minutes. And, and even yeah. then, he was still producing in, in your deeper leagues. So... Um, I think it's a pretty good ad for now, but as you touched on it, it is more of a short-term, yeah. um, two-to-four-week kind of production.
0: Yeah, so I probably wouldn't be bothering in 10-team leagues, uh, but in a 12-team league, again, if you need the stats, if you need the rebounds and maybe a, a trickle of threes and assists there and abouts, expect the poor field goal percentage uh, to still be there. No, no defensive stats, obviously. We know that with Kevin Love, but if you need those, then I think he's a fine player to add. Let's move over to a few deep league ads. This is more for your 14, 16, maybe even 18 team leagues if these players are available. Um, The first one we're going to touch on, Nazir Little. Now, he is a a highly added player recently. His roster percentage has gone up a fair bit. Um, I'm not going to say he's a 12-team league ad just yet. I have seen some people suggest that he is over on Twitter. I'm less convinced. Um, he's pushing for more more minutes recently 22 28 29 25 minutes in his last four I just don't know if he does enough across the board really to make it worthwhile and for there to be enough upside to take that swing in a 12 team league but in a 14 team league I definitely think he is someone that I would uh, consider adding what what are your thoughts on to see a little uh from Portland
1: yeah like his current rank is one three five is what yahoo is spitting at and some of these obviously do get amplified with the percentages and the turnovers. Turnovers is yeah. below one, so he's going to have a bit of a bump. But yeah. he's a guy that can get you a steal, a block, and a three-pointer a game. And and that's why he is kind of where he is. Everything else doesn't really scream at you. He can be, I guess, okay on the rebound end as well. Um, and so far, his percentages have been good. Uh, but it's a small sample size. So I don't really know what to expect there. Maybe a big man, uh, I guess he is a small forward. Maybe some of these things could drop down a bit. But but outside of that, three steals, and blocks... Um, I mean, one a game is, is pretty solid. So if that's what you're after. That's your build. If you're in a punt points build, you would be a good fit. Obviously, um, punt assist build, you could probably fit him into a roster spot and in some of the deeper leagues.
0: He's he's kind of like that Robert Covington kind of build, and it's sort of fitting because it seems like those two players are battling it out with position and minutes at the moment. They're, they're not doing the best over in Portland at the moment, and so they are tinkering with a few lineup decisions. And and uh, yeah, Coach Phillips is he's playing around with the rotations, so it, it's all a bit in motion at the moment. So that's why I hold off by saying he's a 12 team league ad. And I just, I, I yeah, like I said, I don't think there's much upside here, but in a deeper format, yeah, he's probably much more of a safer floor type player that you can get solid value from. Obviously, you're only rostered in 18% of leagues, that's jumped up a fair bit recently, but. Uh, if he's available and he suits what you need, then yeah, have a look at him. The next guy, uh, I've always liked him, always wondered where he's going to get the minutes, and that is Isaiah Hartenstein. He um, he seems to produce the big man stats in limited minutes. Um, currently rostered in 10% of leagues, he is uh, playing limited minutes, but yeah, like we said, he's got, you know, he's had a 12 and 12 re- uh, rebound game and three blocks, four assists in that game. He, he Gets you basically a block per game in very limited minutes. So if there's ever an injury to uh, one of the centers over in uh, the Clippers, then his minutes should increase and he's going to get a lot of stats. He's a good per minute producer. So in a deeper league format, I think he's definitely someone to scoop up and just cross your fingers that he finds himself some more minutes. What's your thoughts on uh, Hartenstein?
1: Yeah, I like his game. I do like his game. He, he he is getting some time. I think it is a bit of a matchup basis kind yeah. of kind of deal because that's what Coach Lou he loves to mix up you know matchups based on their opponent. But so they like to go small um, a Exactly, exactly. So um, he, he's a guy that you know he's going to have some some off nights in terms of minutes, which will affect the stats. But he'll have some good ones like he shined bright in the 12-12 and three blocks a game. So in, in deeper leagues, he can be that guy that can push you over the edge. Um, right now, he's ranked at. Uh, what's it saying? 199. So look, you look at a deeper league. I wouldn't expect um, his minutes to really go up either. Um, You do have Abaka who is on the way in to the rotation. I don't know how that will affect Hartenstein in the long run, but Abaka has been getting um, very limited, but handfuls of minutes. So I would expect.
0: Oh, just uh, just lost your connection there, Cal. But we will uh, will press on. We've just got one more player to go through, and again in uh, deeper team uh, leagues, we are going to talk about Gary Payton the second. Now he is. He's rostered a fair bit, and like we, like a few of these other guys, has increased recently. But uh, Gary Payton is definitely someone who's going to give you a lot of steals, averaging one point four in the in the game. Solid field goal percentage from a point guard eligible player. Uh, but outside of that, there's not really a whole lot else to like. So I definitely don't think he's a standard league uh, player. Rostered in seventeen uh, percent of leagues. So. Um, yeah, I, I think that he is definitely someone who is a bit of a specialist, but can definitely help you in a deeper league, especially if you need those steals and those weird free, uh, field goal percentage uh, boost from a point guard position. Have we have we got you back there, Cal? Are you are you back with us? No, okay. This looks like we've got some tef- technical difficulties at the moment, but I'm sure Cal would uh, would agree that that Gary uh, Payton Jr. is. Oh, Gary Payton, the second I should say is is an ad, uh, especially if you need those steals. So, uh, hopefully, we we'll see if we can get Callum back for the next pod. But for today, that will do us. Make sure you are following us on on Twitter at Ball Boys Click like on the video if you're watching along on YouTube. Make sure you're subscribed on YouTube, on podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast. Give us a five star rating if you can over on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out. Uh, I want to get to. 30 ratings. If we get to 30 ratings, guys, who knows? Maybe we'll do a, a Q&A podcast as a result. So go over, rate the pod, and we'll see you guys next time. Laters.